This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic oh so loosely and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was Bitcoin, and our guest was Amir Blumenfeld. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back. This is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. And I'm Adam Lustig. And it is episode 110. Phew. We are recording it Thursday, uh, February 8th, That's around 11.30 a.m. That is correct. We Just are in the timestamp this. Yes, we are in the thick of the NBA trade deadline. We are huge NBA fans. It's hard for this not to be a late-breaking tra- tra- trade deadline podcast episode special edition. Easy to say. So I just rolls off the tongue. Uh, the last time we had our guest in the studio, we talked about the NBA Finals. Yeah. It is now a half season later. Yes. <laughs> uh, players have moved. Yes. Uh, we're not going to talk about the NBA no, we finals. Not. We're not going to talk about the NBA trades. We're going to. We definitely are. We are. But that said, today we're going to try and talk about Bitcoin yeah. with Amir Blumenfeld. Hi, Amir. Hi, hi. Are we doing Bitcoin or are we doing crypto in general? Here's my feelings on it. <laughs> what are your feelings? <laughs> I think that when somebody opens up their iTunes app yes. uh, or whatever podcast app yes. on Friday morning and they see no joke. Yes. I think that it's nice when it's a nice clean word. Clean. Where it's just like, oh, I've heard people use that word before. <laughs> so you want to call the episode Bitcoin. We because it seems it more Bitcoin general. Flower out from the bit. But I'd yeah. love to teach the listeners what we know about cryptocurrency. Yes. Well, Bitcoin is the gateway coin. Right. It sounds like it's kind of the gateway coin. Yeah. That's uh, how you get into it. Right. And we are we have sort of a, a, a advantageous dynamic here because Amir and Billy, both you guys are sort of Bitcoin and crypto knowledgeable. I am fully and wholly and completely unknowledgeable. And I would say that I am in like, uh, if we were to rank it, yes. Amir would be in clear first place yes. as to research and development. No doubt. Billy, I kind of receive the information from Amir and then yes. I act with confidence. Yes. And I kind of amplify Amir's message. Yes. And you know nothing. I've kept my ears and eyes deliberately closed for no reason. Yeah. So I'd, I'd I, like to know what you think you know so far. <sighs> if you were to explain Bitcoin to your grandmother. Yes. So, Nana, yeah. what cryptocurrency is, Nana, yeah. is that it's internet dollars. It's internet dollars. <laughs> Give it a shot. Okay. Come on. Um, Give it a shot. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, it's, it's. Uh, a, a a new kind of currency that is uh, theor- that is theoretical, okay. and um, that's literally really all I got. <laughs> I think that you can buy things with it online. Okay. You can buy, you can exchange it for goods and services o- uh, only online, okay. but maybe in real life as well. Um, and, you, end of knowledge. <laughs> end of knowledge. And there's many other Bitcoins. There's Litecoins and Quaz coins hey. and Spaz coins. Okay. So there's like many other like off-brand Bitcoins, but Bitcoin is the gateway coin, <laughs> and you can buy Puerto Rico with it or something. Okay. I don't know how it works. <laughs> how did he do, Amir? Uh, how, how did he do? Not bad. That was better than a complete blind <laughs> guess. Okay. Caveman thawed out of nowhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> explain Bitcoin. Yeah. That was better than that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you explain Bitcoin or at least blockchain try. technology? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the basic idea is is what if there was a coin that wasn't attached to a a country? Every Mm -hmm. currency is attached to a country, Mm -hmm. American dollars, Canadian dollars, whatever. Shekels. Mm -hmm. Uh, What if there was a coin that wasn't attached to a currency? Mm -hmm. It wasn't backed by anything, Mm -hmm. and it was anonymous, so we don't necessarily know who has Mm -hmm. what. Uh, And it was limited. There's only a finite supply of Bitcoin. I think there's going to be 21 million, and then once those 21 million are mined, created, no more Bitcoin. Hmm. We're not there yet. We're at about 16 million. So that's the idea of the currency. It's also um, 
<laughs> every exchange buying and selling is done on a network of computers that's completely open to the public. So any human can see in real time everybody that's buying and selling Bitcoin, which you can't really do with any Does other Does that apply dollars. to other cryptocurrencies beyond Bitcoin, that it's like open to the public, fully transparent, whatever? Is as that as like far as I know, the <clears throat> whole reason for cryptocurrency is the fact that it is uh, attached to some sort of blockchain, which is what this open ledger is called. It's called a blockchain. Whoa. So if I sell Bitcoin to you and you buy Bitcoin from me, that's forever stamped in a ledger that's completely open to the public. And the ledger is blockchain? Blockchain is, is, is the ledger itself and like the record of Bitcoin transactions? Yes. Is referred to as blockchain? That's correct. Okay. Now, of course, I say it's correct. It's yeah, correct yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I feel it's like that is to me. The subtext of every no joked episode is we're not experts. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. just talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but blockchain, isn't that like kind of born out of uh, a series of like irrepeatable codes? Am I saying something wrong here? I'm sure I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, irrepeatable codes? Well, it, uh, there's codes or there's. Oh, like you're talking about mining? Yeah. When like we talk about like these coins and stuff but like what is that it's there's not an actual physical coin you're sent in the that's mail. a big that's a big thing too there is no physical manifestation of this coin it's right. all digital so right. i give you one it says one in your wallet right and that one is worth whatever the public says it's worth let's say it's worth five right five well, what well, well just for dollars. the sake of let's example, say right now for the sake of example one bitcoin right now is worth eight thousand two hundred and eighty nine dollars and ninety nine cents u.s dollars correct okay so i send you one okay and you can sell that for eight thousand two hundred eighty nine dollars um is there a, i know this is i want to jump right into a quick question that my wife maggie asked me what how does one translate that into <laughs> can one translate that into green money yes That's paper a good money yes and we i think we'll get into okay, okay. <laughs> our experiences with bitcoin to this point great because i had the same questions when i started yeah. so maybe we rewind yeah and we talk about our first original experiences yes. with bitcoin it's yes. the first act of the no joke podcast i uh directly uh have a date in mind mm -hmm. november 29th Amir, do you remember November 29th? Uh, yes. This was the day that our friend Chris Wendelkin was having a going away party. <laughs> yes. He was moving to New York. Yes. The three of us will uh, text from time to time about sports updates and sure. stuff like that. And Amir had just been like texting us kind of like every so often. Hey, have you been looking at these Bitcoin graphs yes. and stuff like that? And I didn't really, just like you, know the context yes. of what he was talking about. Yes. Well, in late, uh, late November, November, December of 2017, yeah. All these cryptocurrencies were flying. Yeah. Like if you bought them at a certain price point a year or two ago, they were now hundreds of times the value of that. Right. So on November 29th, Amir, Chris, and I all decided <laughs> to buy a little cryptocurrency. Amir already had some. You had, he had plenty. Right. I was just trying to, trying to get in. Yes. And for the next two months, Amir and I have been completely consumed <laughs> yes. by trying to get rich. I can attest to this. On cryptocurrencies. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Looking at graphs, staring at them, waking up. Sometimes in the middle of the night, just right. to see what the current just price is. Just to see is. what the crypto thing is. Because the idea was, I'll take you to my original, my origin Please story. Please do. Please do. Which so, goes way back. Exactly. So about five years ago, I hear about this thing from my buddy, Amir Cohen, okay. who's my tech Amir. friend. <laughs> yeah, my Amir. <laughs> Legitimate Couldn't Amir. be me, so it was somebody else named Another. Amir. Right. Uh, and he was, he was way into it. He was buying it... Um, and mining it because like all, the idea of mining is kind of hard to wrap my head around but instead of buying it you can also mine for it basically a new bitcoin is created every 10 minutes and computers are solving formulas and uh, uh, equations 
to compete to buy the uh, to compete to mine the one bitcoin that's created every 10 minutes that's, How, when i said code that's what i was <laughs> trying right. to say <laughs> so like let's say Eight years ago, when it was just first starting, there were three computers, let's say, competing to solve these algorithms. And every 10 minutes, one would uh, grab that Bitcoin. So every three, every 10 minutes, a new Bitcoin is created, and one of the mining mm -hmm. computers mm -hmm. takes it. Now there's billions of mm -hmm. computers and farms, and everyone's saying that the electricity that caught like that it's uh, caused by all these mining farms is like far outweighing the cost of getting one Bitcoin. But as the Bitcoin price goes up, more people want to get into mining and the competition grows and grows. And then there's like farms in China that's like 80 football fields wide of just servers constantly trying to like crack and create and mine for Bitcoin. This is a trip. Yeah, this, this is, is a, trip. a trip. And your <laughs> friend Aaron Cohen was not Amir really – Amir Sorry. Yeah. Amir Cohen was one of the first three, let's just say, computers. He, he obviously wasn't, but yeah, just for the not. sake – Of course not. Right. But for the <laughs> sake of uh, just thinking about it, he was years ago doing what people are competing on football field scale. Right. So he bought yeah. like a computer to mine for Bitcoin and like back in that – like in 2012 or whatever, they were $30. So like – he would like get you know like point one point two bitcoin and it was like a fun little thing. Like, right. Oh, I made eight dollars. Oh, I made five dollars. Yeah, right. Uh, How is a new bitcoin created? Tough to tough How, to put into words. What does Ooh. that mean? <laughs> we're reaching the outer lengths of my okay, knowledge, so <laughs> but it's it's basically somebody explained it to me once by like uh, it's uh, it's as if you're trying to find prime numbers where in the beginning it's easy a computer's like one three seven nine but now we're like in the billions and as you get further and further away those prime numbers are further and further apart yes so it takes more computers to like mm. try to solve and find these prime numbers that are so far into like the trillions quintillions millions and billions of numbers yep. far yep. from zero uh nine is not a prime number Fuck this. I went deaf. <laughs> I went deaf the moment. <laughs> You're right to call me out. Bitcoin is a lie. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. I, I, Oh, my God. There I, learned, zero. I learned that from you. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that from you. He's correct. Call him out. I would have done that. Yeah. Call him out. That's yeah. correct. You said a lot of smart things there. Oh, sorry. Let's edit that again. One, five, <laughs> 11, <laughs> 17. 29, right? Good, yeah. good, good, good. 29 is a tough one. Yeah, but so, that's correct. I so I get that Amir uh, Cohen was uh, able able to get on like the inside track of mining them. Yes. But then I don't understand how you, because now there are apps like Coinbase and other Correct. places where you can actually easily exchange Correct. your so, bank account to... Uh, one of my other friends, Streeter, who you yes. guys know, yes. uh, got into it. So the price of Bitcoin went from like $2 to $30. And then it's like, oh, this is kind of like coming quasi-legitimate. And then when Streeter bought it, it was like in the hundreds of dollars. And I remember being on doing shows with him and he was like you got to get on on this bitcoin thing it mm -hmm. went from like $300 to $500 mm -hmm. I'm like $500 that's so expensive what if i'm too late what if it's going to crash absolutely so he's like i don't think it's going to i think it'll be like $1000 i'm like all right i'll buy a few like i have a yeah. thousand or $2000 sure sure this so is like 2012 this is 2013 okay. Okay. he had coinbase already so really? coinbase already existed then and okay please Coinbase is what exactly? So Coinbase answers <laughs> your question of how do you, Adam, buy and sell cryptocurrency? You can sign up for a Coinbase account, though I wouldn't recommend it because now Coinbase is kind of shady and okay. not very good. Coinbase is kind of the friendster. Everyone's like they rushed to market and mm. they didn't do things. They, they think they're like the big, bad, evil Walmart of Bitcoin. Got Fascinating. It. We'll get to that because I'm curious about that. Yeah. But for people like me and you, if for a moment, it was like the most downloaded app where you mm -hmm. could very easily attach your bank account. Mm -hmm. It's called Coinbase to uh, this mm -hmm. thing where it is an exchange where you could very easily just spend 
X hundred or thousand dollars and buy and sell coins. Yeah, depending market if for Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. It's so the place to buy I, it. So that's when I bought it in like 2013, mm. and then it went from like 500 to a thousand very quickly. Quickly, I'm like, this is fucking great. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be a billionaire. Yeah. Can I ask you a quick question here? What accounts for the rise in the worth of it? The more people buy it, the higher. Yeah, the- it's purely supply and demand. That's right. So it's just. If I want to buy it, I have to pay, pay a little bit more than what it's currently worth. Amir if likes millions to... of people want to buy it, then the price go up. If oh. millions of people sell it, the price go down. Amir likes to explain it to me where he said that I'm an idiot. Amir's, uh, Amir says I'm an idiot, and I'm going to give this $1 coin to another idiot. <laughs> yeah. That idiot is then going to convince another idiot that it's worth two and sell it to him for two. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then hopefully over the course of five or ten years, enough idiots have kept saying it's worth a little more. It's worth a little more. And now it's worth 20000 <laughs> Well, see, that's the thing. It's like so like – It's idiots giving it to other idiots. Yeah. The you just don't want to be are, the last idiot. Yeah, because then you're the last idiot who bought it when it was at its all-time high at like let's say almost 20000 He turns around and he's like, all right, who wants to buy it for $21,000? i will take 11000 What? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! Now it's at eleven thousand. I got to sell it at a loss. You don't want to be that last idiot. Yeah, but yeah. So the price of uh, Bitcoin went up from like five hundred to a thousand very quickly yeah. after I bought it. Yeah. But then it went back down to two fifty, and it stayed there for several years. Years. Yeah, from like twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen. And so it was, was, a was hovering in the three hundred dollar range. Mm-hmm. Right. Spike, and then everyone's like, oh, I'm sick of Bitcoin. I'll just sell it for a little bit of a profit. And I can only mm-hmm. assume that there was no real accounting for why that spike occurred. Mm. I've been in the game for a couple months now, and every time we see a spike, we always laugh at, imagine if we knew why. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody guesses why. <laughs> yeah. like, just, But it's basically just hype. You hear about it, you want to buy it, the price goes up. Right. You stop hearing about it, you don't care, you sell, the price goes down. So we're going to use uh, the $300 price point that Amir just said, yeah. where it just got stuck there for years as our cliffhanger into the next act. Okay. First act break, we need a song. We need a song. Yes. We have to just turn our minds onto music now while Amir checks the NBA trades. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the a, a money song. Adam, do you remember that song we played during a Harvard Selling Team show? It was like, all I really want is money in my pocket, oh, yeah. cash in my hand. Oh, that's a nice one. I have no idea who oh, yeah. sings it. Should I still try and hunt it down and play that song? <laughs> that's a good one. That's a fun that's a good song. One. Yeah. We're going to go with that song. Great. All right. We'll say who sang it some episode soon. Yes. Not now. No joke podcast. <laughs> we'll be right back. Your host for the day. Don't let me waste my money. No, I see a new path. I can make half. Make new money. Now I got a new laugh. Ha. Music is paying me well, so I ain't gonna be the one to go and find a new craft. I'm alright. If it ain't for you, find a new path. If you can't hack it, better find a new class. Triple A gone, gotta find a new pass. Advise me not to do it when I'm buying new cars. All I really want is money in my pocket. Cash in my
Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. This is Act Two. We're talking to Amir Blumenfeld about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general. Yep. I'm a smartish guy. Sure. I have a high school education and a college education. <laughs> I am hanging on with my nails to wrapping my mind around any element of how, how cryptocurrency works. Yeah. Well, just the idea that it is totally theoretical and yeah. it's purely supply and demand. What is it? Let yeah. me take the edge off. Let me take the edge off because yeah. that's how I felt over the first couple texts that Amir sent me where he's like, are you looking at these Bitcoin graphs? I was like, I'm a smart guy. I love math. Yeah. Like yeah. I love numbers. You're great math. I want to get in this. Yeah. Yeah. But what the hell are you talking about? Once I taught myself to not try and pretend like I have any control <laughs> or like even necessarily have to understand what's happening yeah, here. Full surrender. If you're just looking to look at numbers <laughs> for a while, just buy it and don't try and like direct traffic. Yeah. Just let it happen. It's it's what you have to do. Yes. Yeah. It's just it's sort of like a crazy stock market where prices right. go up and down very frequently. Right. Yeah. With no gold, with no actual physical yes, there's nothing behind gold. It. If that... everyone sold it, it would go down to zero today. That is a trip. <laughs> but we'd all have the but we'd it? all have the U.S. dollars. <laughs> right. But at least we'd all have those U.S. dollars back. Some people would, right? So, oh, and yeah. then there's the idiots that are still standing, holding as it went all the way down to zero. Right. It's like uh, wet snow melting in your hands, and yes. then it's all gone. Well, that's a good segue because right now, like I said, it's Feb- February eighth. Yes. Uh, we came off a huge spike in cryptocurrencies coming off the end of 2017. Yes. And then mid January, we hit a crypto crash. Right. Yes. We hit a crypto crash. At this point. I now have skin in the game. Chris has skin in the game. Chris yep. Mendelkin has skin yep. in the game. Amir has skin in the game. Yep. But coins have now crashed. And it's one of those things where Amir and I were having so much fun. We spent New Year's literally watching the ball drop and watching our apps to see if a altcoin would go up to 57 cents. <laughs> That's correct. That's how we brought in the New Year. Yeah, exactly. Literally watching yeah. a graph. At the end of December was... I thought the beginning of like this crazy boom where everyone is going to find out about yes. it. And we got in early. Yes. Cause like when we were talking on November 29th, Billy was talking November about, 29th. they're like, all right, Bitcoin's already worth 15,000. What is, I want to be that idiot that bought like a thousand of them yes. when it was worth eight cents. Right. So like, I want to like to spend $80 and get 10,000 something. Yes. yes. But Bitcoin's already too expensive. What's less expensive mm-hmm. than that? What costs eight cents right. that hopefully in a couple of years will be worth 20 bucks? Yes. So Coinbase offers three other crypto assets. Yes. One is Bitcoin, one is Ethereum, one is Litecoin, and one is Bitcoin Cash. I won't even get into those three. We'll already... just say that Bitcoin is worth hypothetically $10,000. Ethereum is hypothetically worth $1,000. And Litecoin is hypothetically worth 150. Great. So depending on how much money you have to invest, yep. those are your three coins. And they okay. all kind of do different things, but not really. Okay. In terms of which one you'd want to invest has the bigger kind of gains ahead. Uh-huh. Of uh huh. But then there's thousands of other smaller coins, and uh, s- some of them are worth less than a penny per coin. Some of them are worth a thousand dollars per coin. So we did some very quick googling, being like, "What's the next yeah. crypto to?" burst yes. what's right. going to yes. be the big deal right. the results kept coming back as ripple ripple right. is this currency that it's going to be the next bitcoin it's worth 30 cents now but pretty soon it'll be worth thousand dollars and yes. get in now and yeah. like put in like five thousand yeah. dollars become a ripple millionaire yeah. yes uh and we didn't do anything that night because one 
We didn't know how to because hmm. Coinbase doesn't offer. Uh, oh, it's on some other. Server? This is when you have to start when you you're, when you're like me who doesn't know who's not like totally tech savvy. You start feeling like you're entering the dark web. I feel like I'm in the dark web right now. Like we started looking at how do we buy altcoins, and a lot of these sites were like, "Warning, we've been shut down. Oh, if yeah. you had money in our your account, get it out now." Right. And I was just because like, it's... "Do I want to attach my bank account to <laughs> yeah. Bitfitnex, which is like an underground banking account in China?" Whoops. Yeah. Like, oh no. But yeah, as yeah. we as we kept searching, the price kept going up and up, and I'm like, "Shit." Like, yep. I got to fucking take a risk. Do it. Like, yeah. the reason it's worth 30 cents a share and not $30 is because it's so hard to buy. And like, when Amir texted me that exact <laughs> sentence, the reason why we need to do this is because it's so hard. I was like, well, that stokes my yeah. fire. That's so funny. It, literally my spirit. Oh, it's, it's really hard. We should try and do that. Yeah, it's a challenge. That is like supply and demand. That is like pure, the purest nectar of supply and demand. Yes. Yes. I mean, it, it, should be, it should be mentioned that really the only challenge is hey, are you confident enough to put your bank account information <laughs> yeah. on the site? There's yeah. no like sort of like feats of strength. Right. You don't have to solve a riddle no. to like, be, like gain access. I mean, Binance does have that little puzzle trick to make sure that's that you're true. not a robot. That's oh, oh, that's good, yeah. <laughs> it's a slide, yeah, it's a capture where you have to slide a puzzle piece into yeah. its final place. So but ultimately, we there. owned a couple of uh, coins on Coinbase, yeah. and some had gone up and up for me that I was able to use some of those coins to start spreading them out over smaller, cheaper coins and hope that they burst. You were playing with house money a little bit. Playing with house money. A couple of my coins had just kind of popped fast. Great. So we ultimately landed on a website called Binance. Okay. Binance.com. That's correct. That's Binance is basically a Chinese Coinbase that allows you to buy most every, but not every uh, altcoin, which is what coinheads call coins that are not Bitcoin, not Bitcoin. and Ethereum. Yes. Uh, but you can only buy it with Bitcoin. So you have to buy Bitcoin in Coinbase and then transfer it Got to it. Binance. And then once you hit transfer, it's gone for a couple hours and you have to hope to God that it lands up in Binance. <laughs> yes. You have to just keep hitting refresh and be not, like, I wonder if that money shows up. You're not emailing Binance customer support. No. No, there no. is no, I'm here to help you. There's no chat 24-7 It took support. me a month just to be able to say Binance without being like, <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. Binance? B-I-Nance? Binance is not, customer service is not here to not help you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Binance, by the way, named after Brandon Ingram and then Larry Nance. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Well yeah. done, Amir. tribute website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will say one, one yeah, thing exactly. that helped me start wrapping my mind around altcoins now on mm -hmm. this website, Binance, was that some of them actually felt like you were investing in a company. And not just trying to buy new currencies that might have a purpose somewhere down the road. What what was the difference to you? What made one feel like a company and one not? Well, I guess what you they're all like they all have websites and right. they all like this is what our intentions are. A Good lot start. of this is theoretical investing. Yeah. Where it's like I'm trying to get it on the ground floor on an idea yes. or something like that. Here's our plan. Yeah. And some of them, like Amir invested in like a company that kind of promises to advance the publishing industry early on, hmm. which is like they had like revolutionary ways to kind of, what was it called? Publica? Publica? Oh, yes. That's Publica was one of the coins. It's basically like an IPO, but if you can't do that because of, you know, actual financial regulations and government regulations, because it's hard to IPO. So you can just create a coin and have people invest in it, and then you get the money from the people buying the coin. And be like, right. I'm going to use it to save publishing. I'm telling you, the investors in my <laughs> currency, that like my currency is going to be yes. is going to be used for yes. this. And some are attached to really well-rounded uh, technologies cool. and awesome teams who know what they're doing yeah. and want to build something slowly. And some belong to 17-year-old Japanese hackers who say they're creating a coin, <laughs> get a bunch of people to uh, buy it, rise, raise the price, and then sell half of it at millions of dollars of profit and leave and shut down the website. Okay, so I guess this is the obvious <laughs> question, Fox, concern, like the yeah, obvious one. Sure. Like, when it's so theoretical... 
aren't like are the risks of the the hacking element or the risk that it's all sort of like a paper tiger and sort of will collapse and become nothing in a day aren't they wildly here's what i'll say high. here's yes. what i'll say about that <laughs> super high risk super high reward yeah right. there, there's assumed yeah. risk there's yeah. enormous assumed <laughs> risk for me like entering this world i was like i have enough not enough but i have retirement accounts starting and like safe investments like in place right. where it's like why not use a little money in this kind of like thing where 10 years from now it's like why didn't i wish i invested in amazon yeah. yes and just take that dumb money and just be like look I've gone to Vegas. I've lost way more than this in two days. I've now spread it out over two, three months with the chance that smarter people who are actually building things will make this valuable. (laughs) As opposed to just saying like, red, black. You know what I mean? Like what if you could turn $500 into 500,000 in a couple years? Right. Right. And a thousand to one is what what these coins were basically viewed invested in Ethereum and Bitcoin two years ago. They're basically a thousand X right now. Right. Right. So, and the difference – sorry, once again, just to reiterate, the difference between the different coins is simply how many people are pl- are invested in it. To a certain extent. Okay. Like, the difference between like Bitcoin and Ethereum and Litecoin yeah. is also like uh, transfer speeds, correct? Okay. Yeah, I mean they all have slightly different variations on this basic idea. So Bitcoin was the first one to do it, which is like what if we just created a coin, assumed a value for it, and we can transfer it to each other? And then we can I- ideally – start buying things with it online that uh uh like you can uh, stores and websites yes. would accept bitcoin yeah. as us dollars but instead of paying paypal and paying a bank and paying this because every time you use the middleman you're you're that's giving them a little bit of a fee right. what if there was no middleman what if i can transfer the coins directly to you mm-hmm. it's created it comes to me it comes to you and we're not, i'm not paying for transfer fees because it's not backed by any government agency cryptocurrency is unregulated by the government Completely. 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 Woo, baby! <laughs> Completely. It's just like, <laughs> Completely. Wow. Yeah. I mean, like, that sounds so awesome and so terrifying to me at the same time. I guess that's the game. And the success yeah. of it, the more successful it, like, branches out, the more unregulated all sorts of things, yeah. like, almost have to become yeah. if the currency at its, like, core yeah, is, is unregulated. Is unregulated. Yes. Well, which well, sounds well, awesome. And then there's <laughs> also the risk of unregulated currency, which is exactly. hackers can steal it. That's and right. It's not... That's There's it. no insurance. Your money, your Bitcoin is gone. That's right. Now, so five years ago, Mount Gox, which was the yes, Coinbase exactly. before Coinbase, was hacked. Everybody's money is gone. And that's the end of that. That's right. There's right. no. Yeah. It's, it's not like a bank where they're like, we got held up, but don't worry, we still have your money. Nope. And, and member FDIC insured. It's like, your money's gone forever. Bye. Who are you going to complain to? Exactly. I'm a Somalian pirate. Siri? Yeah. Talk to right. Siri about it. I'm a Somalian pirate. Unregulated, right? <laughs> Who needs yeah. the government? Yeah. You need to, which is why it's like one piece of advice that I was given and just seems logical in all investments is do not invest more than you're willing to lose. Like that's the Vegas period, period right? Yeah. Period. Yeah. You know, and like you have to have self-control if you're actually going to do this. Yeah. Because there definitely were like days where I didn't have work or like anything yeah. like to like pass my time. Yeah. And so I would just be texting with Amir yeah. all day just like, have you heard about this coin? Have you heard of yeah, this coin? About this and we coin? became day traders accidentally and dangerously <laughs> pretty quick. We So we ended up buying Ripple at, do you remember what it was when we ended up buying it? On uh, November 29th, it was like 29 cents. Yeah. Then it, it really became a big thing. Like they were talking about it on the news. You said you saw people talking about it in Long Island. A pizza place in Long Island, like Fox Business or and something. And you're like, oh, it's out there. So I think yeah. When, it, yeah. when it crossed a dollar, we're like, fuck it. Let's just buy, go like, into co- Let's go into Binance. What does it matter? Bitcoin is meaningless anyway. Let's send our Bitcoin into Binance. Let's buy something with Bitcoin. And yeah. hope for the best. Right. Uh, Slippery slope, friend. Well, it went from one to two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Overnight? Yeah, it like it was like <laughs> this was the bad thing about at least my investments where I put in money. Yeah. They always like got so hot the second so I put fast. in money and it was just like too fast. Yeah, yeah. False confidence. Because then we're like, yeah. I can double my yeah. money. Why am I only playing with house money? Yeah. What if I doubled So tempting. What if tomorrow I doubled my entire net worth? So right. tempting. What if I just put everything into Ripple for a day ah, right. and I left it? And right. I went from whatever I have in my savings account to double that. Yes. Hope the Somali pirates aren't frisky this night. <laughs> Exactly. Tonight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're like, all right, it's $2. Then it went up to 3 Yeah. yeah. And now and we're just so – now we're rolling. It yeah. Up. And then there's always like this moral quandary, like this paradox of like, should I sell now or will I be that idiot that uh, – It's $11 bought, tomorrow. Yeah. What, right. if I, yeah. what if I'm that idiot that bought 1,000 Bitcoin at a dollar? And when, yes. when it went to 3 I was like – all right, I made two thousand dollars. Right. I'm out. Yeah, and then all your friends are like, "Don't you own a thousand Bitcoin? You know it's worth twenty thousand now. You must be worth twenty million. It's like, no, I, no, I sold, I sold it. it for three dollars. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And this is what excites me about the crypto crash that we're currently in today, February 8th, yes. is that things like this, like when all money just disappears right in front of you, it makes a, lot of, it makes a lot of people run away. Yeah. Take their money, run and hide. Yes. And I need, like, I was so hot at the gate that I actually need things like this to happen so that I can five years from now be like, oh, yeah, everyone gave up on it and I'm still one of the guys. Well, right? we... The, the the boom of the late December, super early January eventually died. Like, it went up to three. And I think we even sold Ripple because yeah, we, the I writing was left. on the wall. Turned it into Stellar. Yeah. We'll get into that in the third act. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Yeah. Bought a thousand, bought a quick thousand Tron and a grip of Stellar. Yeah. That's a real sentence? That's a real sentence. Oh. <laughs> I, flipped, I flipped my Ripple into a grip of Stellar and Tron. Yes, that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Stellar and Tron being other altcoins. Again, we don't know if, oh, what these are ever right. going to be used for. Right. Are they ever going to be used for anything? Dot, dot, dot. Why are they worth 30 cents one day and 90 cents <laughs> the next? Why? They're not right. because nobody's using them for right. anything except for buying and selling them to other idiots. Let's I'll buy. I'll quick, buy. A quick question. So um, the banks, their fees, and like you said, middleman fees, Bitcoin does away with all that. Is bit <laughs> Is Bitcoin itself a company? And if so, how does Bitcoin make money? Bitcoin is not a company. Okay. Bitcoin is all of us. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is how we're going to go into the second act break. Have to, have to go into the second act break. Pretty cryptic sentence from Whoa, Amir. Oh, cryptic currency. Uh, cryptic <laughs> currency is correct. Uh, we got another song. Anything inspired by that? Jeez Louise. Oh, my God. All of us. We yeah. are the world. We are the Bitcoin. <laughs> we are the world. Um, does any song come to mind? Anything at all. Uh, I mean, I love that Pink Floyd song, Money, one of my favorite songs of all the That's time. That's true. That's a great one. You want to do that? Yeah, it's like the best we song. We could do that. What was the song we played when you were here, Mellow Man Ace? Yeah, Mentirosa. Oh. Yeah, Mentirosa. That's <laughs> yeah, really good. Although, you know who is like the new, did you read that article, like 50 Cent accidentally made a fortune off Bitcoin? Yes. I realized. That's correct. <laughs> like five years ago, he said yeah. you could buy my albums with Bitcoin. He had no idea, and they found out he made $8 million. Exactly. Unbelievable. Exactly. All right, well, this will be Pink Floyd's The Wall. We'll be right back with the third act of this, the Bitcoin episode of No Joke Podcast.
Back to the No Joe podcast. Today we're talking to Amir Blumenfeld about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency in general. And now we're all rich. And now we're all fully rich. Yep. <laughs> um, that was Pink Floyd, who definitely each member of that band has no idea what Bitcoin is. I would, I would just venture a guess. I don't Maybe know. Them, I don't know them that well. I don't know them that well either. I really don't know them that well. <laughs> yeah. Not going to, not going to go there. Yeah. Pink Floyd. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, also don't know them that well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are they British? Uh, ooh, that's where my knowledge ends of Pink Floyd, apparently. It seems yeah. like a basic question. Would you say you British? Know, I would say British. Roger yeah. Waters, I think they're British, right? Yeah. Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> yeah. uh, on Twitter, no joke pod, at no joke pod, we yep. had some, uh, we tossed out, hey, Amir's coming on the show. Do you have any Bitcoin questions for ooh, Amir? Ooh, crypto questions. Yes. Crypto cues. We, we haven't even crypt- talked about the recent crash because we sort of left off in the heyday of early January. People don't know that it's been down like 60 to 70% since then. Yeah, we're back to where we started, folks. <laughs> and that's like in the last few few weeks yes it's funny how the boom and bust cycles in crypto just are like rapid yeah thousands up thousands it went from one thousand to nineteen thousand in a year (laughs) and then it went from nineteen thousand all the way down to five thousand 
in about a week. And a quarter a of its value. A lot of people participating, <laughs> and then a lot of people departicipating. Yeah, okay. it's what it really is is probably like five people like taking out a billion oh, right. dollars and five people putting in a billion. <laughs> I guess that's a good point. Right. And, it, and oh, another thing about crypto before we get to these questions Please. that it's twenty four seven. So there's no. It's no stock market where it's like, okay, closing's done for today. Right. You go to bed, you wake up eight hours later. Asia's been buying and selling all night right. long. The number is wildly different. There's no, there's no bell at the stock exchange. No, no. it is right. constantly. Yeah, Con- the bell is like all of our dads are complaining about the the Dow going right. down, but like all of their kids are talking about the uh, crypto crash. That's exactly right. Right. So here's that's a good segue into our first question from Jake, which is Amir, if held at gunpoint, unnecessarily high stakes, would Amir <laughs> invest in Dow Jones or Bitcoin? I mean, are you going to the stock market or to the crypto market? Maybe that question's uh, like with all my money, probably the stock market, just because oh. the odds of it going all away are less. Mm. But if like with fun money, like you said, like right. you know, put one to five percent of everything you mm-hmm. own in Bitcoin or cryptocurrency in general, just in case, it's higher more of a reward. fun ride. Higher yeah. risk, higher yeah, reward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, great. So our friend Bennett, who is a dear friend of ours, yep. Um, he says, okay, does Amir believe that blockchain will change existing social power or financial structures in the long term or nah? That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question because half the people, I would say more than half, more than half the people who are investing in Bitcoin don't even care. Would they never know. ask that question. No, they Would don't. Never. They don't know what the why it was created. Blockchain decent. They know cash grab. It's worth eight. This thing is worth eight thousand, and tomorrow it could be worth ten thousand. Oh, what do you think about blockchain and the future of technology? I don't think how, about it. I don't. What are you talking about? Yeah, like, that's I don't for the nerd care. developers. I'm yeah. an investor. You we go to the subreddits and it's like, well, guys, we have to hold. You have to remember, like, this is the future of currency. Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. What I was, do I know? There you go. Because I was about to ask, which one are you? <laughs> yeah. Are you yeah. the one who has yeah, maybe social it's impact? Or like, no, yeah. eight turns to 10 overnight. Yeah. That's what <laughs> Right, exactly. But it's like, so funny. And if it does become the new money, then sure, then that, I'm also right. So it really doesn't matter whether I think you it's going to You have to understand, we're interviewing a prick. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> just frankly, Amir is an unabashed prick. He says yeah, he I doesn't don't... need to be smart if he surrounds himself with smart people. <laughs> he's fine with that. And he's yeah. not wrong. You're not wrong. Amir says the things wrong. that other people think. But, but but it's funny holding those two contradictory ideas in your head. It's like you are so invested in this cryptocurrency. You're looking at the graphs. You're looking at the stocks. You know all the lingo. Like you're in it. You're investing your own actual money in it. And at the same time, don't even care about the future of it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, do, I want it to succeed. I want it to go up. Do yeah. I want it to replace U.S. dollars? Indifferent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if it means that it'll be worth $3 million of Bitcoin, sure. Yeah. Right. Or not. Yeah. Totally valid. Yeah. I mean, like, and this is why it's important to, like, have a job and not to let these cryptocurrencies suddenly become your life and you accidentally become a day trader. Yes. It's like Amir has to worry about those things for headgum, right. for his life, right. for his relationships. There's yes. things that he has to consider. This is fun money being played <laughs> in, like, an alternative world. We call them imaginary coins to remind ourselves that this is, like, a life-sized version of Zelda. We're yeah. all lying out here. <laughs> yeah. We're all lying out here. We're in it for the fun. Reconciling the stakes of being like, is this the future of the global? in American economy and yeah. it's like it's Zelda yeah. like holding those two ideas at the same time is very disorienting to me at least pick your perspective people, pick yeah. your perspective both people want the same thing which is to buy and convince other people to buy yes there you go here's a follow up question for Bennett this is speaks to sort of the social ramifications uh, does Amir think all the insider vocab in the cryptocurrency world is a type of gatekeeping it's a sort of it creates sort of an exclusive uh, sort of echelon of people. I wonder who, what kind of words he's thinking of. What, probably all the ones that we see on the Reddits, like the hodl. Yeah, instead of saying hold, people say hodl, mm. which was based in a very famous typo from the early Bitcoin days, where somebody's like, 
I'm just going to keep calm and hold. Mm -hmm. But he spelled it Mm H-O-D-L. So now everyone's saying, you know, it's going down. You got to H-O-D-L. Everyone Mm -hmm. Mm H-O-D-L. So that's like an example of one. I think that also like the, the, it's such a complicated thing that it's hard to explain it in a sentence. Yeah. I think that if Bitcoin could just be, if it could just get like a little marketing campaign yes. and someone could just be like, here's how to explain what this is in a sentence. Yes. So that ever, I think that that might be a little less, make it less exclusive. Yes. When, if it's like, here's how you can understand. It. Yes. It's well, taking it's, us 45 minutes to yeah. try and get that sentence out. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, once you download a Coinbase, it is very easy. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's apps like that. And the other one that I've been telling people to buy on is Gemini, Gemini.com, mm-hmm. just because it's a less offensive Coinbase created oddly enough by the Winklevoss twins really? so, so wow. less offensive <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but like yeah. now they're they're becoming the Facebook to Friendster of Coinbase basically so wow. it's kind of full circle yes. um, uh, I don't mean to be inflammatory or controversial sure However, I did just read this article and this is uh, maybe Bennett is saying this in a polite way or maybe I'm just extrapolating his meaning but I don't know if you guys saw this thing about Puerto Rico. All these Bitcoin people are going down to Puerto Rico and essentially like buying up the entire island. And like the guy that started Bitcoin, whatever that guy's name is, used to be a child actor, I guess, or like one of the an, an original Bitcoin investors. Originally, yeah. Nobody knows who started Bitcoin is another fun it, Well, that is kind part of, fun. of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, a bunch of cryptocurrency investors are all moving to Puerto Rico, buying up a lot of land, like almost the whole damn island, buying up like all historical things and are want to make it a sort of an experimental crypto only ecosystem. But wow. it's Puerto Rico. Exactly. So like <laughs> Well, what so, about Puerto Rico? Yeah. Um I so what am I even trying to ask? I guess it's like is there what are the sort of like negative ramifications i feel like there's a bit of a stigma like a social justice stigma against cryptocurrency and maybe that's what you're saying about like the gatekeeper element like it's for like frankly to be crass like white internet nerds to like do it and you only know about it so only white internet nerds know about it it becomes like a currency and like a lucrative thing only to a certain subset of the population that is the like one of the Again, I have very limited understanding, but one of the general stigmas against it, I think. One of the early purposes of Bitcoin, which caused it to go up in value so much, is that people were buying it to buy illegal things on the Silk Road, which was this like uh, Like black market exchange. So people were buying drugs. Eventually, people were buying hitmen on Silk Road. Yeah. Because – Again, it's anonymous like and what's it's invisible non-traceable. money used for. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's a that's a negative part about it. Yeah. And the fact that like certain countries can come out and straight up ban cryptocurrency, like there's a chance China can say, No, we can't use cryptocurrency, which would completely collapse wow. Earth. And then even an article claiming that someone's considering about banning yeah. anything is like, Oh, we gotta sell, we gotta sell and yeah. everyone sells it down to like five thousand yeah. and then a bunch of people are like, Oh, it's only at five thousand, we gotta buy. That's what causes it to go up to eight thousand. <laughs> just like it's a roller coaster. It's a wave. It's a roller, it's, it is a wave. Yeah. Are you interested in buying any? I am. I mean, like, why, uh, yes, of course why? I am. Tell me why. <laughs> because I'm curious. Okay. For the same reason that you are, it's like I don't necessarily want to, like, stake my retirement funds into, right. like, a invisible Zelda. But I am interested in – it just seems like this wild – Gr- like it's wild growth and like wild ungrowth. It's also right. just taught me investment. Like I don't, yeah. I never like in like I never intuited stocks, and I've yeah. never like played with like spare cash on stocks. Yeah, but this has been a very fun and easy way in. Yeah, and anyone can like just download the Coinbase app yeah. or Gemini app yeah. and buy ten dollars worth of these three coins, you won't turn a huge profit, but at least you can start to like feel your money going up and down, learning about markets and stuff like that, which I think is valuable in and of itself. Definitely. Can I buy a sandwich with it? (gasps) 
There are some places. So when Bitcoin first started to get more popular, there was this famous story that went around that somebody bought two pizzas with 10,000 Bitcoin. No. When Bitcoin was worth like half a penny, some pizza place like, we accept Bitcoin. And someone's like, all right, here's 10,000. And they delivered them two Papa John's pizzas. That would be worth like $20 million or $2 million? <laughs> yeah, something like, like 200 million. Yeah. 200 million. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <in> Papa John's. <laughs> uh, so you hear stories about that. Yeah. It's a little hard for it to be currency now just because the price vacillates so wildly. Yeah. So like the person who takes the Bitcoin has to assume the risk. Like yeah. you hear stuff on the subreddit about like, I just bought a Jeep with a Bitcoin. Somebody sold me their Jeep for one Bitcoin. That guy has to assume the risk of like, okay, this 10000 right. might be worth 20000 or it might be worth 5000 right. And the person using it also has to assume the risk. But like uh, it's a lot of people who want to cash out anyway might right. as well turn it into, into a Jeep. Yeah, turn yeah. it into a Jeep. Have you – have either of you bought anything? No. With the, no of I, well, I bought, alt, I bought altcoin. Yeah. Yeah. I bought I've other only coins bought other it. coins. Right. Oh, and uh, another fun story from my crypto pass is yes. that I found a – website that allows you to gamble with bitcoin right so this like, was the primary way that i actually learned about bitcoin through right. you because so, you'd be like i'm using this on this so when bitcoin was worth around 300 dollars uh, a coin i had like three left and i was like you know what i've always wanted to make a thousand dollar football bet sports bet so i put three bitcoin no on, yeah i didn't know this <laughs> yeah, you didn't know yeah. this on my birthday in 2014 or 15 <laughs> how I many put, did you have before you made this three Bitcoin bet? Like three and a half. Okay. This is basically my way of it's just hovering around 300. Oh my God. I'm in or out. Yeah. Uh, so this is almost your entire Bitcoin. Yes. Uh, so I put three Bitcoin on the Patriots to cover against the Colts, which turned out to be the Deflategate game. Oh. Which was played on my birthday in 2015, I think. Uh, Patriots destroyed them. Turn my like three Bitcoin into six. And then I'm like, great, I can sell some because it's like three, free 300 bucks. Yeah. Of course, Two years later, each one of those is worth $20,000 right. at a certain point. Right. I didn't know that I was gambling $60,000 or just right. casually selling 40000 of it. Ooh. <laughs> but, like, that completely changed. It makes my heart race yeah. to hear you talk about it. Like, my pulse is quickening. Uh, <laughs> real. Is of real. course, that 20000 a coin is now all the way down to 8000 And, again, it might go down to zero. Yeah, hard to go. I, but at one I point, yeah. that but at one point, there was always a sell button on his app. Yeah. And he could have put, don't, put that money into his bank account. Yes. With one button push. I could have bought um, a Mazda <laughs> for one Bitcoin. We yes. talked about this. You were like, I don't know. Do I really want to risk a Honda Civic on Tron? <laughs> like, do I want to put that much money on, on Tron? A, on this but at the coin? same time, I don't need a Civic. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. And I really like playing this game. Yeah. yeah, this game is worth more to me than a Corolla. Yes. <laughs> so there are websites that you can gamble, sports gamble, with Bitcoin. You can't go to a Caesars Palace in Vegas and gamble with Bitcoin. Correct. Okay. But that feels like it's coming. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, that feels like it's coming. <laughs> Reasonable and rational. Um, but it's like I was gambling with stuff like coins that were all like actively gambling in and of itself. Like during the game, that value of the bet would go up. So I'm like, not only am I, do I have money on the game, but I also yeah. like as Bitcoin's going up, I have having more and more money on the game. Yes. Or right. if it's going down, I have less and less money on the game. Yes. Which is kind of exciting. Do you think stock traders like New York Stock Exchange traders, do you think they see Bitcoin as like these damn kids or all the people on Wall Street also heavily invested in Bitcoin? I mean, I, I know that's a weird, impossible No, no, it's a good question. Like, do yeah. they resent it or do they embrace it in general? Uh, probably some of each. Like, uh -huh. there are some Wall Streeters who are like, fuck it, I'll put my bonus on Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> like, if it's going up, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, and a, a lot, I think a lot of the alt traders that we were, like, seeing in the subreddits were just these bros. Us. Like, it just seemed like a bunch of white bro 
dudes who are like, right. dude, I got to buy Ripple. They Just don't, they don't read the white paper and see what the technological ramifications of these altcoins are. Right. So I bet there are a lot of bro. Yeah. Uh, investors yes. who are just getting into it for the fun of it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Again, but then I think that is that that is a little bit of the sti- that something a- about that is the social stigma. If you had to like Mad Magazine like parody Bitcoin, it would be like brovesters. Yeah. Brovesting in Bitcoin. Yeah. That would be the car- evil cartoon of it. Yeah. I truly wonder. I have no idea, and that's why I fucking love Bitcoin. So <laughs> I have no idea, and the more I try and be like, and that's when it's going to actually solve itself. <laughs> it's like yeah. you're a fool. Yeah, it's your thing. Um, but I will say, this 45 minutes was exactly what I wanted oh, the podcast to it be. It flew by. Yeah. I can talk about this forever. Yeah. I don't know why. And you're <laughs> one of the only people I know who can. Yeah, I know. You're really good at it. <laughs> You, you speak like, slowly and clearly, and you know what you're talking Amir about. Amir is your Amir, but you, Amir, is, are our Amir. Yes. Yeah, yeah. really nice to hear. Our Amir is Amir. you, Amir. I, I'm so curious because, like, I am so deep in the weeds. Like, if you knew nothing about it, was this the most boring 45 minutes of your life? <laughs> right. Or were you like, wow, that's really exciting and yeah. interesting? I think everybody wants to know more about it, but they don't know how to know more was about it. it was it not- like me listening to a cricket podcast where four people are very excited talking about things that I couldn't if quite understand? the I'd, official sport of the future. I don't think so yeah. because I don't think anyone's making a million dollars off of cricket. People think that, oh, I can make money off of Bitcoin, so I have to take this class. Yeah. Uh, so my... My parting advice, which I already gave on my podcast, so I'm feeling I don't feel as like um, I don't feel as bad mm-hmm. giving it mm-hmm. is uh, one only gamble the money that you're willing to lose. Mm-hmm. Don't put your life savings. Don't Correct. mortgage your house. Don't mm-hmm. sell your car. Mm-hmm. And two, sign up for a Gemini account if even if you're considering it because it takes so long for them to verify your ID. Mm. Ah, uh, sign up for one while you think about it. That way, if you're ready to act, you can do it right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean. We've been convincing. I convinced my dad. I convinced my brothers. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We've been convincing people around us. Girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, moms are mm-hmm. not quite into it yet. <laughs> yeah. The mom like, demographic is a tough adopters. sell. Yeah. Late adopters. <laughs> tough yeah. Sell. Late adopters. Mom wants me to go into government bonds. Crypto uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> crypt? Like crypt like a grave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why can't you invest in Sabra Humus? <laughs> Uh, I already told you, Mom, I own Nabisco stock. <laughs> it just plays against the previous. All right. Well, that was the Bitcoin Hilarious. episode. Uh, send us your e-wallets so yeah. that we can all – no. Uh, for the No Joke Podcast, I am Billy Scafiro. I'm Adam Lustig. Today's guest was Amir Blumenfeld. He talked Bitcoin. We're wow. very thankful for that. We will talk to you guys next week. Oh, wait, wait. One last thing. Go. We made a HeadGum video about cryptocurrency, and it came out today. So you guys should watch it. Watch it on HeadGum. Uh, YouTube.com slash HeadGum. Got it in. <laughs> Beautiful. If he wasn't our boss, we would have edited it out. <laughs> Crypto bit. We still might. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.